You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleburne, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleburne.com. So I get the joy and honor of bringing uh, the second week But God series sermon today, uh, and I'm very excited. Um, as If you know me, you know I've had a lot of But God situations in my life, and I'm super thankful for them. So any But God just really just stirs something in my spirit. Uh, so the main one I want to focus out of today uh, comes out of Genesis. Um, it's a story about Joseph. Um, I'm not going to do the whole, the whole sermon is over Joseph, but just this little beginning point. Uh, for those that don't know, Joseph was the favorite out of 12, 12 brothers. And obviously the other brothers did not like him being the favorite. Uh, at one point, Joseph has two dreams um, where basically his brothers are bowing down to him. And uh, that is not something that his brothers like at all. So they plan to kill him, uh, but instead they decide to sell him off to slavery to Egypt to a man named Potiphar. Now, it didn't get any better for Joseph then. Um, he, he gets there, and um, uh, Potiphar's wife tries to seduce him, and uh, Joseph, you know, denies her. So she lied about it and said that, you know, Joseph came on to her and all these things, and Joseph ended up in jail. Well, through all this time, uh, Joseph was well known as a, a, a wise man, man full of wisdom. He knew how to interpret dreams and, and how to uh, help people out with those. And at, around this time, Pharaoh... Had a, had a dream that he was having problems with interpreting. It was really bothering him. And all of his, all of his advisors and people that he had asked um, didn't know what it meant. But then one of the guards was like, hey, there's this, there's this man down in the jail. He's, we've heard of him interpreting dreams and, and telling people you know, what to do with that. So Pharaoh calls for, for Joseph. And you know, lo and behold, he, he tells him what the dreams mean. He tells him what to do in, in, in relation to those dreams to help, you know, save the Pharaoh. Uh, so then eventually, um, he gets promoted to second in command over all of Egypt and, uh, his brothers end up coming to Egypt to try to, um, ask for some food because they're running low and Joseph sees them. And at that moment, Joseph had a decision to either just give his brothers some foods, some food and let them go back home. But instead he decided to invite them in to live with him. And Genesis 50 verse 20 reads, Let's see. You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. And that brings me to my first point. When we go through something tough in our lives, when we go through something difficult in our lives, it is God is turning all that around so you can help somebody else get through a situation that they're going through. Uh, if you'll turn with me to uh, 2 Corinthians uh, Chapter 1, verse 4 through 5. You can shout out an amen, but I won't hear you. I'm getting there. It's, there it is, 2 Corinthians 1, 4, and 5. And it says here, He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, will we, be, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is, for, um, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. 
then you can patiently endure the same things we suffer. So that's basically saying to us, guys, is uh, one day, once God has brought you through your storm, he's going to use you to help somebody else get through that situation. You're going to speak life into the situation. You're going to give them wisdom. It could be anything from financial debt to a lost family member, a hard breakup that they're dealing with. Maybe it's problems at work and it's a a situation that you've dealt with before. Or it's a sickness or a disease that you don't know how to get through and uh, how the person that know how to get to and you can walk them through and share your testimony and what they did. Your testimony can help people break through a lot of things and you might not even know it. And we spend a lot of time, um, we spend a lot of time, you know, seeking out God and, and, you know, asking him, you know, do you want me to go speak to this person? Do you want me to go help them and, and help them, you know, walk through what they do? And if the Lord's, you know, says yes to you, go help them, you know, be obedient. Even if it's, even if it's just sharing your testimony, there might be one little detail in your story that will help them break through, will help them, um, you know, do what they need to do to, you know, to make it out of life per se. So my second point is God turns our bad into good when our suffering causes us to seek God more. Whenever we're going through something, it's just natural, at least for most of us, to, to immediately just fall on our knees and ask God to step in the situation because only he can fix it. We, we know that he is the creator of all things. He controls everything. So he has, you know, he has the world in his hands, so he's going to control our situation. So a common verse that we all know, uh, Philippians 4, uh, 6 and 7. I'll just read it back there. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Jesus Christ. So let's break that down. When we're going through a situation, it says it for us right here. Don't worry about it. Because once you start worried, the enemy's going to come in and he's going to start telling you all these lies about all these things that aren't true, all these things that don't line up with the Bible. So don't worry. Instead, pray. And tell God what you need. He just wants to talk to you. He wants to know. He wants to have a relationship with you. And thank him for what you have already. And thank him for the work that he's going to do. Then it says, it's not necessarily that you'll find the peace beforehand, It says, then, after you've not worried, after you've prayed, after you've told God what you need, and after you've thanked him, then will you find your peace in me. Where we're going through a bad situation, we know only God can handle it. Only he can give us peace. Only his peace surpasses all understanding. And we keep going back to him over and over and over because we need our peace tanks refilled. Or our hunger has grown, so we need to be refed. Either way, you're growing closer to God. I mean, we just sang another in the fire and that last little section says, I count the joy come every battle because I know that's where you'll be. God is with us through all of our situations, through all of our circumstances. So we should find joy in the midst of that. And the last point here that I have is where we see sorrow, God sees opportunity. We are refined by fire. We are building our faith and we're building our trust in him. So what does it mean to be refined? If you're like me, I like watching a lot of the how it's made stuff. And so they always show like different types of like metals and stuff. 
but when you're refining gold, heat must be applied to it to force the impurities to the surface. And you've seen it to where, you know, if you've watched how it's made or any educational show, you'll see like there's like things up top and someone kind of just scrapes all that off. And that's, that's what God wants to do with us. As life gives us heat, God is using that opportunity to refine us and to purify us. God loves us so much, too much to leave us impure. We can't reflect all that he is. We can't um, shine as bright as God wants us to when we're, you know, we have impurities with us. So as we go through trials and tribulations, as we're seeking out God, as we're drawing closer to him, we're being refined and we're being built and our faith is being built out of that. There was a time right before I got this job where my faith was my, te- my faith was tested and my trust was tested with the Lord as well. As, as most of you know, I was, I was a drummer. I've been drumming for about 20, 23 years or so. And I wanted the Lord to do something more with my life because I felt like I was just kind of complacent and happy where I was and not really being challenged playing drums. And he put it in my heart to want to lead worship. And that terrified me because uh, it's, it's not something I was normal. I was, I was, it, was, it wasn't something that was normal and I wasn't used to it. But God kept putting that urge in me to want to sing, to want to lead worship. So I started helping out in, in the youth at my church that I was at at the time and with the young adults in, in different areas. People would ask me to go lead worship. And that kept building in me and building in me. And I felt like the Lord wanted me, wanted me to be a worship leader. And at the places, I, at the church I was at, I couldn't really move around where I was quite yet. So I really thought about moving to other churches that needed help and just going and just carving my own path but the Lord kept telling me wait just wait and while I was waiting I wasn't really I wasn't really happy I was getting really frustrated with what was going on because I was still drumming but I had this burning desire just to lead worship not that I was this phenomenal singer like Tasha Cobbs or anything I just had this burning desire like I felt like I needed to do it and I'm so thankful that I waited and I finally got that call from Pastor Todd asking me if I wanted to come lead his church. And he knew I was, he knew I was inexperienced, but I definitely believe it was a God thing. And while I was waiting, while I was waiting to be, you know, for God to transfer me here, I was learning to trust God more. Because had I just carved my own path, I could have been at some other church and it might not have worked out and I would have just been right back where I started. But my faith was built through that. My trust was built through that. I now find it easier to just wait on the Lord when I want to do something. I find it easier to just wait longer and longer because he has brought me through what he has. So when you're going through something, just know that God is refining you. He's, he's changing your heart. He's changing your, your, um, the basis of your, uh, of, of your faith. He's making it stronger. He's building your trust in him. I want to turn to Psalms 66, verses 10 and 12. And it says, You have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver. You captured us in your net and laid burden of slavery on our backs. Then you put a leader over us. We went through fire and flood. But you brought us to a place of great abundance. God isn't going to test you and put you through the fire forever. He's eventually going to bring you to a place of great abundance. 
And another scripture I want to read is 1 Peter 1 through 7. Sorry, chapter 1, verse 7. So when your faith remains strong, oh, sorry, nope. These trials will show you, will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and joy and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed, is revealed to the whole world. So it's a good thing when we're being refined. It's a good thing when the Lord is, is putting us through fire. So it's, your situation is not necessarily always a bad thing. Like it says, it says it time and time again in Romans 8.28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. There's scripture after scripture of things, of, of, of God promising us amazing things in life that bad isn't always going to happen to us, that he's turning it all for good. In a common verse we all know, John 10.10 10, a thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them rich and satisfying life. God doesn't want your life to be bad all the time. If you're going through something bad at the end of it, the Lord's going to use you to help someone else get through something. When you're going, you're suffering through something, you're seeking God more. Recently, I went through a very tough situation and every single morning I was waking up and I was crying out to God saying, hey man, I need you to fix this situation. I don't know a way out. I'm backed into a corner. But then I noticed as time went on, as the days went on and I was dealing with the situation, I realized I was praying less and less about my situation and I was praying more and more to draw closer to God. Because here's the thing about our, our problems in God. Our problems, we see them in the natural. But the Bible says our fight is with weapons unseen. Our fight is in the spiritual. So as we draw closer to God, our problems get further and further away because we are in the spiritual. And when we're around God, no darkness can be around God. So all your problems are gone. In the natural, they might be very evident and there. But our battle... It's in the spiritual. When we are with God, nothing can harm us. God turns our suffering into good because we seek him more and that draws us closer to him. And I just really like that last point. When, where we see sorrow, God sees opportunity. I really want to challenge you guys, if you're in a situation, if you're going through anything right now that you feel like, well, this obviously isn't of the Lord, what am I, why am I going through this? Pray to God and ask, what are you turning this into? Whose life do you want me to speak into? Or notice that you're actually growing closer to God and your problems are growing further and further away. And know that your faith is being built and your trust is being built in the, in the Father. God wants nothing but good for you.
He created you. He called you by name. And he has a destiny and a plan for you. Regardless of what your situation looks like right now, regardless if you're just walking into that tunnel in the middle of the tunnel or finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, God is turning it all to good. So guys, just just know that he is for you. He is not against you. He's turning everything bad that happens, whether it's a bad situation at work with a coworker, you're at risk of getting fired for all you know. The Lord's about to give you a big promotion that you never saw coming that's going to relieve some financial pressure that you've been feeling. Or you're, you're struggling with loneliness right now because of this shut-in. You're not able to get out and see your friends. And you just feel like darkness is coming all around you. But if you just call on him, that darkness cannot stay. Continue to seek God. Continue to press towards him in your darkest of times. And when something isn't going your way, it's, it's okay to yell at God. He wants a conversation with you. Yelling is still a little conversation. And it's not, God doesn't want you to come with him all perfect and pretty and, oh, well, today was just lovely. And Lord, I just found $5 on the ground. No, if you had a terrible day, shout it up to God because he wants all of you. Not the good bits. He wants the good and the bad. So he can turn that bad into good. He is for you. He loves you. And he's turning everything bad into good. Heavenly Father, we thank you. That any time the enemy intended to harm us, you turned that good, you turned that bad into good for us. And that during that, you draw us closer to you. You push the darkness away. Father, I ask that you help us to realize what's, what's actually happening when we're going through a bad situation. And that we just need to lean upon you and rest and let you handle it. Because you are God, ruler and creator of everything. And you have our best interests at heart. So Father, we thank you for the but God situations in our life that are coming and the ones that have passed and the ones that we're walking in right now. We thank you, Father. We love you and we pray all these things in your marvelous name. Amen.